You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. All right. All right. It's Thursday. <laughs> I don't, I'm, yes. <laughs> I don't think I heard any weird news about cryptids this week. I don't think no. I did anything interesting this week. We talked about Harley Quinn last week. Yes, but, we did. Um, it just keeps getting better but and better. I was going to say, it's still, it's still incredible. And yeah, second it's season is so fucking good. delivering. They just keep nailing everything. Yeah. It's so good. So many interesting takes on Batman villains that probably should have been taken before, yes. but everybody was lazy. <sighs> so good. Yeah, for real. So fucking good. <laughs> so yeah, if you haven't watched it, you definitely mm-hmm. and you have definitely, HBO Max. Yes, need to. Other than that, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah, sorry, it's not a that's super snappy open. Literally, this week, guys. all I've got. <laughs> um, okay. we mentioned merch last week, right? Our merch came in. No fucking clue. Oh, well, we have merch. We have merch. We got merch. We have to take. Some pictures in our merch. And yeah. We'll, and I, yeah, I think we did because I did post a story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but we actually got our merch in. So we'll have to take some pictures. And yeah. We- so you could buy a thing and that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. What episode are we on? 54. I almost said 34. <laughs> 54. I'm Brittany Petrino. <laughs> I'm Martha Bartlett. And this is But, but First, Let's, Let's Talk Nerdy. Clink. Clink. <laughs> Just the, all right, and like, oh no. <laughs> I'm trying to psych you out. <laughs> You're such a bitch. Oh my God, I hate you. It worked, by the way. I feel psyched out. <laughs> I like how the thing that stretches you most out about our podcast <laughs> Saying oh, the yeah. fucking title. I could come up with a topic and like bullshit something real goddamn quick if I need to, which is usually how we <laughs> but do saying this. Saying my name in our, our title is very. Is very you know hard. what I haven't fucked up? Everything else in the podcast. You know what I have consistently fucked up? Saying my name and the name of our podcast. The easiest part. <laughs> cool. <sighs> Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So. <laughs> so it's been like a week since I talked about Sailor Moon. <laughs> so today we're talking about Sailor Moon. <laughs> and last time we talked about like future Sailor Moon. Today we're talking about past shit. Oh, uh, specifically all the ridiculous past life nonsense that happens in Sailor Moon. Okay. Yeah. So we are talking about the Silver Millennium Kingdom. And Sailor Moon's backstory before she becomes a high schooler. When she's Princess Serenity. Mm-hmm. When everybody's wearing, well, no, when she's wearing a fancy dress and everybody's yep. just wearing their Sailor Scout uniform. It's true. And Mamo is in Demion. Oh, sweetheart. His hot suit. He's always hot. Ugh, he is always hot. Like, he's hot in his stupid. Ugh fucking green jacket oh. he's hot in that like rolled up sl- like short sleeve shirt that he rolled the sleeves up he's supposed to be a model 
I'm like, boy. Well, well, he's pulling it off somehow. I mean, he's every like, girl is swooning over a mountain child. But also, like, <laughs> but also, what are you wearing? You're a disaster. <laughs> I know the '90s was a tough time, but Jesus. But also, look to Haruka, who like has some disaster outfits, but like not as many. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you know, if if you need help. Yeah. So we'll talk to him <laughs> lunch. So my um. References today. Uh, Sailor Moon's entire backstory explained by Juliet Kahn, Wikipedia and Fandom, and my new favorite website, TuxedoUnmasked.com. Man. I was like, oh no! That's the hole I'm going down later. Yeah. (laughs) That's the hole I've been down in a while. Um, There are, like, probably over a hundred articles that are like... This thing, and this thing, and this thing. And it's like, what do you want to know about? And I'm like, well... (laughs) Shit! Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Let's do it! Mm -hmm. For the uninitiated, Sailor Moon is an anime and a manga that follows the adventures of a schoolgirl named uh, Usagi Tsukino as she transforms into Sailor Moon to search for a magical artifact, the legendary Silver Crystal. She leads a group of friends, the Sailor Soldiers and Sailor Guardians and later editions, Sailor Senshi, blah blah blah, as they um, battle against villains to prevent the theft of the Sailor Crystal, Silver Crystal, and the destruction of the solar system. Cool. How that all goes down is uh, she, Usagi, meets a cat, Luna, who's a talking black cat who gives her a magical brooch. She transforms into Sailor Moon. Um, and then she gets all of her team together, blah, blah, blah. They do their whole thing. During the first arc, the group battles the Dark Kingdom, which is led by Queen Beryl um, and a team of generals, which are known as the Shitenyo. They attempt to find the Silver Crystal and free an imprisoned evil entity called Queen Mataria. All babes. Yeah, everyone in this is a fucking babe. (laughs) Solid designs all around. Um, (laughs) Sailor Moon, the perfect anime for bi people. (laughs) For real! Yeah, well, I mean, you've got Queen Bi out front, so. Um, Usagi and her team discover that in previous lives, they were members of the ancient Moon Kingdom in a period of time called the Silver Millennium. So, in case you're wondering what the fuck Silver Millennium means, because it's not really ever super defined, it's just like, oh, it's the Silver Millennium Kingdom. It's like, kind of. So first of all, it's not really a kingdom, it's actually an empire, because it does encompass the other planets. It's basically the entire solar system. Like, that's why they all, all the other princesses slash soldiers work with everybody. But, you know, that doesn't have quite as nice of a ring to it, so we'll leave that alone. Um, And obviously, a millennium is a thousand years, so either the silver millennium is very optimistic and they're like we're gonna definitely last for a thousand years because we have really long lifespans or they're like we've only got a thousand years in us before we're all gonna fucking die Uh, but like the term silver millennium is in use during the silver millennium (laughs) so there's a bunch of dumb theories about it they're all very weird 
And because uh, Naoko Takuchi never was like, this is it, we get a bunch of fun arguments about it. Do you think she ever really even had, or was like, this sounds cool? I think 100% (laughs) this sounds cool. Yeah, no. (laughs) This sounds pretty and badass. Mm -hmm. I like it. It's what we're calling it. (laughs) Yeah, but here are some of the arguments just for funs. So basically, uh, one of the arguments is that the people of the moon were said to have a thousand year lifespan. And she was like, basically, we'll all be dead at the end of this. So just, I guess, being realistic and fatalistic about everything. But it's like, mm, not everybody lives to exactly a thousand years old. And also, sometimes children are born and they'll live... If they live exactly a thousand years, then it's more than a millennium. So this is a bad argument. Maybe it's like whatever their like mm-hmm. life sources though will like end. End. Yeah, that could be. That's more solid than most of the other yeah. ones I was looking at. The simple answer is that the Japanese text refers to the empire on the moon as the Silver Millennium, making it more of a fanciful name for an empire and not a dynasty name or anything. Well, it's just sort of pretty. Yeah, basically. Silver, Um, and then Millennium is just a fancy word. It's very fancy and cool. Yeah. There are... And And it just... And I know it technically means a thousand years, but I feel like it just means a long time. It's just like, our our empire is going to last for a long time. Could have just said millennia. But, like, also, this is a translation. I was... Yeah. Translation. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. If you think of it as Silver Millennia, then it's like... We're living on the moon. Shit's kind of silvery here. We're going to be here for a goddamn long time because yep. we live for a long time. And who knows how long we've been here before this. Yep. Okay. Well, problem solved. I'll write back to Tuxedo Unmasked. <laughs> Boom. Bam. Done. So that's kind of, that's more or less defined. I mean, was the, maybe the millennial before was bronze and then the next one's going to be gold. I mean, and then the next one is diamonds. I think the next one is just super gold. I was going to say <laughs> the next one after super silver ends gold. up just being Neo platinum, like Neo Tokyo, <laughs> whatever their future who's is. Well, maybe called. it was supposed to be gold millennium, but then mm-hmm. it didn't make it there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. 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 So here is my theory. Here's a theory. Here's a theory. We're going down a hole here. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. This doesn't have anything to do with what I've written down, so I'm just going to put this down for a second. Um, but basically, so, Silver Millennium has to do with the moon shit. Maybe the Gold Millennium is Earth, because Tuxedo Mask's crystal is the golden crystal. Oh, you're right, and he is from Earth. And he is Sailor Earth. In case you were wondering, and or you were ever, ever like, oh, what about Sailor Earth? There is a Sailor Earth, you fucking bitch. Stop being dumb. It's true. Yeah. Don't don't talk shit about Mamo Chan. I will come fight you. <laughs> I will come bring Brittany to fight you. <laughs> One of these things is more threatening God than the other. <laughs> I'll drive her. It's fine. <laughs> 
So the Silver Millennium uh, was basically uh, thousands of years prior to the start of Sailor Moon. The solar system was ruled by a peaceful matriarchy of long-lived moon dwellers empowered by the mysterious Silver Crystal. Uh, This tranquil era became known as the Silver Millennium, and at its apex, it was presided over by the gracious Queen Serenity. This is also complicated because there's a lot of serenities. Yes. So... Princess Serenity is I have Sailor Moon, theory, but I guess we've already moved on. Oh no! Now I want to hear it. <laughs> so maybe because you just said mm-hmm. when Queen Serenity took over and she it, it she started the the Silver Millennium, right? So maybe that's specifically hers. Maybe she can only last for a thousand years, mm-hmm. and that will be her time. And then when Usagi takes over, it'll move. It's like when Elizabeth took over, it was the golden age for Europe. Okay. So that was when she was alive. And then when she died, it moved on to whatever was next. So maybe specifically, maybe Queen Serenity can only live for a thousand years. And that's just fact that was Mm -hmm. never told as fact. But (laughs) we can assume that's fact. Yeah. We know they're long lived. Yes. So we just maybe don't know. maybe she knows it's just like maybe that's their unless unless it gets cut short for some whatever reason, they're like at lifespan. Whatever yeah, like happens. Murder. Here. Yes. Um their lifespan is just like a, you, you know, you know. It's a question mark. Is is a thousand years. Yep. So this Especially is, if you're the queen you have exactly okay, okay. Yeah. I can know. fuck with this. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's my twentieth theory. I like it. My first theory is... We're workshopping it slowly. My first theory is she just said, this is cute, and this is what I'm calling it. Yeah. (laughs) The most solid theory that we have here is, you know what sounds really pretty? This. Because I don't know if you've listened to any Sailor Moon attack. But they're all really cute. And they also all don't 100% make a lot of sense. No. It's just many words that are sparkly and cute together. Which, yep. to be fair, mm-hmm. 100% here for it. Mm-hmm. Moon healing escalation. I think that's right. Oh, no. Halation is one of them. I don't yeah. know what halation is. I know inhalation. No, just sorry. Exhalation. Oh, so I guess halation is just breathing. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. This is the whole fucking thing. Uh, (laughs) It'll be a long episode just because of this. (laughs) My brain is working like, uh, you know, slowly, (laughs) treading. Um, Yeah, but so some frosted fruit flakes. They're great for your brain. Ah. No, they're not. There's so much sugar in them. That's why they're great for my brain. That's why my brain's so great. Um, okay. I mean, partially true. <laughs> All this is great. Um, things that are great. Uh, cool, cool, cool. You know what actually was great? Uh, the Silver Millennium when it was happening. It was a really cool time. Uh, for generations, this system worked. You know, you gotta love a matriarchy because say, it doesn't have Keyword there. Matriarchy. P- keyword there. M. <laughs> The rest of it all follows later, but you know, just don't have a patriarchy because those all suck. Okay, yeah, so uh, the queen oversaw pleasant relations between the planetary societies, art flourished, and uh, 
even some particularly 1990s conceptions of advanced computing took root in lunar soil. Obviously, that's a quote, but it is right on the money. <laughs> it's like, oh, this floppy disk is going to get us to the future. And I'm like, mm, uh, mm. <laughs> I mean, there's it definitely did. a floppy disk in there in Sailor Moon. I don't oh, think yeah. in regular, it's not in the Silver Millennium, but you know. I'm pretty sure there's, there's a at whole least a couple episodes. Ami thing is on a like a, she has like a thing happening on a floppy disk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and one of the first episodes, Man. first few episodes, one of the fillers. When floppy disks went away, I was pretty sad because I used to not do my homework and then be like, oh, my floppy disk got fucked up, and I would just buy floppy disks and fuck them up. Mm-hmm. I would open it and scratch the thingy and then go. give it to them. Oh, there you go. I'm like, it there is fucked up. I fucked it up. But you don't need to know that. Yeah, what are you going to do? I always think of the stupid fucking meme now, though, that's like, oh, this person uh, 3D printed the save icon. Oh, my God. Man, we're that old. (laughs) Could be worse. We could be this old. Possibly a thousand years? (laughs) Question mark? Oh, that would be the genuine worst. I mean, I... I, Like, at least they get to stay hot forever. I was going to say, she's super hot, and I mean, if they they all live to be that around that old, it it doesn't matter how old you live to if everyone else around you is living to be that old, too. You know what I mean? I guess that's true. So, okay, yeah, uh, advanced 1990s concepts of what the future should look like yes. is what the moon looked like. With floppy disks. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Definitely in the show. Can't remember if they were on the moon. That would be fucking hilarious. There was a hologram of, of Queen Serenity when they get there. She's small. And they talk to her. Because she's, you know, dead. Not Spoiler! <laughs> Hem. Okay, so... uh the sailor soldiers did, in fact, exist during this era, but they didn't have as much, like, peacekeeping to do. There was a lot less fighting and shit like that. I think you were going to explain the serenities. Oh, fuck, was I? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the deal with the serenities is they're all named after each other. Like, literally, they're all the same fucking name. Sukino isn't necessarily on there because that was a more recent one, but it's Serenity and Usagi. Chibiusa has the same name as her mom. Mm-hmm. They just call her Chibiusa because... And then Chibi Chibi, which is also technically Usagi. Just Usagi again. Yeah, yeah but the OG yeah. Usagi. It's complicated. But basically, when I say Queen Serenity... I am talking about Sailor Moon's mom, but when she was on the moon. (laughs) Not cute little purple-haired mom. Yeah. When I'm talking about Sailor Moon's mom on Earth, I will just say... Usagi's mom? I think it's... What is her name? Ikuku? Ikuku Mama? It's either Ikuku Mama or Ikiku Mama. I can't remember. It's something like that. But I'll probably just call her Mama. Because she's a sweet babe. I love her. Mama and Papa... So you have Queen Serenity on the moon, who is the mom. You have Princess Serenity, who is later reincarnated into Usagi. Usagi, Usagi, when she takes the crown, is later Neo-Queen Serenity. Mm -hmm. And then, I guess, Chibiusa is probably Princess Serenity at that time. Yeah. So most of the time there are two kind of going on, but not at the same time. 
but they're like you know weird holograms and time travel and nonsense. They wear different outfits. They wear that's different how outfits. You, that's they how have you tell in the anime. In the, in the anime, they have different hair colors. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, Usagi is always a blonde. Queen Harmony is white, silver. It's like purpley silver. It's so pretty. I love. I her. think it's more white in the anime. I think it's more white in the manga, yeah. and then more it's like purple in the anime. Her dress is like a direct copy of a '90s dress that with the bow. Yep, and then Chibiusa is pink, and Chibi Chibi is hot pink. Yes. But go back a couple episodes if you want to hear about Chibi Chibi. Um, so yeah, during this time, the sailor soldiers were around, but they had less peacekeeping to do uh, during the galaxy. So they were, it was, everything was a lot more peaceful. Queen Serenity did have a daughter, Princess Serenity, who would uh, later go on to be reborn as Usagi Tsukino, the future Sailor Moon. The princess was very beautiful and benevolent as her mother, but she was far younger and a lot more immature. Uh, well, she, yeah, because she is a child. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, time is complicated because moon times. Well, as I say, once again, it's all about the age. If you can live to be 200, mm-hmm. my guess is you're a child longer because you have a longer lifespan. Yep, yep. So we say we're in it's uh, the same and thing as your, like, your bodies probably yeah, don't age quite where the you're same. Like 40 and you're a teenager. Yes. And your bodies probably don't age quite the same because you live longer. Mm-hmm. I would say case in point Chibiusa, but she's a special case. Yeah. But like we, if our times doubled, I'm sure we would Take Probably longer slow. to yeah. like, gestate. And, it, not and gestate. it's just like how animals That's grow quicker yep. because their lives are shorter. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a tortoise. Those things live really long. Those lives are longer. <laughs> but yeah. Time is all a construct by your society. And it sucks. Society. Society. <laughs> Somehow, Brittany is not reading anything, just in case you were wondering how that came out. <laughs> That's very close to a, like, I read this and I don't know how a word is before I look at it. I understand that the word is society. I don't know why I said society. Society. And then I realized I said the O really pronunciated, so so I then made fun of myself. So So society. Cool. Awesome. Great. Baby Princess Serenity, not baby. She's a teenager. Princess Serenity. Princess Serenity is, uh, you know, playing pranks and she's playing a lot. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I feel like she's the same age then when she is. Isn't she like 13 at the beginning of the series? 14. So not a tween, technically. Yes, she's a teenager. The tween is before you're a teen. In between, that's what that is from. (laughs) <laughs> that was great <laughs> I'm not a great <laughs> no how did we get yeah, here not a raise. <laughs> oh no I really thought we had escaped this cause I was thinking I'm not a girl not yet yeah no I know where you were going <laughs> but then I had to instantly obviously, obviously. go to our great brain where else would you origin. go with that Oh, uh, my God. 
What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's this okay. Is a struggle of an episode. It is. I don't know why it's so hard. <sighs> um, Princess Serenity spent as much time, like, evading her uh, sailor guardians as she did actually, like, obeying them. Because they almost acted as nannies at the time. Ugh, that sucks for them. I know. Well, you know. At this point in her life, she's just being a princess and there's never any like thought that she's supposed to be fighting anybody like that's not what she's supposed to do at any point in her life um the crystal that would go well, on to this exactly peace it's peace and, so nobody's like you need to be trained yeah. to fight you're people. not and, and yeah you They're don't like, need to be trained in warfare because yeah. there is no war the crystal that would go on to power her transformation was very much a part of her life and was, in fact, the source of her kingdom's power. Um, but within the blissful Silver Millennium peaceful time, it didn't need to be weaponized, which is exactly what we just said, but also it was said, like, nicer here. Um, Serenity was a queen and waiting to be protected by the more active everyday work of her sailor guardians uh, rather than a warrior herself. She was meant to be a beacon of goodwill and leadership who'd never need to dirty her hands with, like, fighting your monster of the fucking week. Yes. And during this- But it's also probably one of the reasons why Usagi is also a mess. She, I mean- you, you died a crybaby and now you're living a crybaby. I mean, to be fair, Usagi, like, Usagi as a character is attainable. She's somebody who you could be. She's not good at school. She's a good friend, but she's also kind of a spaz. She's not graceful. They have all of those, like, episodes where they're like, it's a princess academy. And she's like, the only thing I can do is the discus throw. And they're like, why are you? Is the discus throw at Princess Academy. <laughs> no one knows. Doesn't know how to dance unless Tuxedo Mask is there to lead, which, to be fair, I also would pretend to know not to not know how to dance. <laughs> don't, don't, don't try that again, Martha. I also would pretend to know not how to dance. Um, <laughs> needs theater like sweeping hands. But I also know not how to dance. Dramatic face, like fade the light out. I don't know. I wasn't a spotlight right on face. You know, you know where I'm going with this. It's fucking the worst. Yeah, she's she's a big old disaster, but she like has the chance to grow, and also her power is like being hopeful and a good friend, and like you know, she's somebody who people can see themselves in. During this time, the sailor soldiers were like kind of a royal guard, but not like the task force that they'd go on to become centuries later. And though they certainly spent time uh, beating down bad guys, it, they also were involved in like Sailor Moon's education and stuff like that. Um, in the manga, they offered glimpses of Sailor Mercury, Mars, Jupiter, and Venus instructing uh, the princess in history, astronomy, and other teacher shit. Uh, and then in when the princess is being a fucking brat, kind of acting like nannies. Which, uh, she is bratty. What are you going to do? There was no Sailor Moon because they didn't need one. They were working hard to make sure that her life would be peaceful. Until, of course, it wasn't. So, (laughs) yeah. The thing is, if you're a princess and your whole thing is like, everything is peaceful and la 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 la, and you don't have a whole lot to do except for like, learn things from your hot friends, which to be fair, that sounds good to me, yeah, but 
you might occasionally step down to Earth and check out the hot dudes, and that's kind of how things went on. Yeah, Serenity was like, I'm looking for adventure, I want excitement, I'm so bored here, and uh, she and Endemion ended up meeting up and falling in love, and it was expressly forbidden by the laws of their lands. There's no Which is weird. Why? And you think if yeah. anything you would want that because it would join It's to... the prince and the princess. You yeah. would want yeah. It's, it, it's an alliance. It, it's an alliance. It's, and if they're actually in love, it's a double like they'll mm-hmm. and when they actually rule, they yeah. will actually want to there are bring some their things, people together. They talk a little bit about it when they're talking about the um Chitenio and like them looking up things. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but it is like why wouldn't this it seems like a a problem that could have been solved if you just let these two people who were in love get married mm-hmm. and then you would have an alliance instead of like people who were needling at each we other are just it's so stupid Romeo yeah. and Juliet play. Oh yeah, it's a stupid Romeo and Juliet thing. It's actually pre-Romeo and Juliet. We'll get there. So yeah, Prince Endemion was the Prince of Earth during the Silver Millennium and was the lover of Princess Serenity and was later born, uh, reborn as Mamoru Uchiba, who is a babe and a half. Tuxedo Mask, the swooniest king of Earth, Sailor Earth. Yeah, he's the best. Uh, swoon. Even if useless, still the best. And like, he's, he's less useless. <laughs> My job is done here. You didn't do My favorite anything. fucking meme. <laughs> but da 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 da. Mm-hmm. I like literally hear that when I see that meme. I'm like, damn it. Thanks for showing up and giving me some eye candy so that I just had like a, a boost of inspiration. Two seconds. I'll take it. I needed it. You gave me the confidence to keep Before fighting. fucking real. <laughs> but yeah, so he had his Chitenyo or or Chiteno. Uh I've always thought it was Chitenyo, but maybe I heard it pronounced that once and then never misheard it, never heard it again. So that's probably possible. Uh, but they were known as also the four heavenly kings, which are Kunzite, Zoosite, Nephrite, and Jedi. They were originally the guardians of rocks. Prince Endemion. Yes. <laughs> they were originally rocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pretty we've got rocks. rocks and planets. Everything's a weird fucking <laughs> shit. Everything's weird. It's weird. Jewels. Which are kind of just rocks. rocks. <laughs> Pretty rocks. Yeah. We're getting to the jewel that I think you're talking about. Basically, they were originally the guardians of Prince and Demion, like the inner century to Princess Serenity. And they were suspicious of the moon and its constant surveillance of Earth. And they often argued with their prince about it. And their suspicion led them to turn on the prince and turn to Beryl. Um, Shocking. Guys suck every what, all the time. Yeah, don't have a patriarchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beryl is another rock, but she's a girl. A queen? queen. (laughs) No! No! We're done here! This is the end of the podcast. We didn't even get through this episode. Cool. Awesome. Um, But yeah, so despite this, they still cared for their prince, and then when he did die, they were fucking shocked about it. When the silver crystal appeared in the future... You were going to say silver surfer, and then I was like, wrong. 
Ron he Gilbert. also appeared. He brought the silver crystal, and they were like, "Have you had it the entire time?" He's like, "I am Sailor Moon." Um, oh, someone needs to draw that. It's gonna be me. God damn it! Oh man, everything's the worst. Um, but yeah, so when the silver crystal reappears after everything, when they're in regular time, it returns uh, the dead Jedi nephrite zoocyte. To life and re- and returned Kunzite's memories of the past, and then it turned them all to rocks. Uh, they Fine. dissolved into stones bearing their name. Is and uh, is that is that how those stones became those stones? Is that's how those stones became those stones? No, no, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> is that the first time there's ever Kunzites and Zoocytes in the world? I don't think so. Well, first of all, they become the stones. Like, in the 90s. Oh, yeah, not, okay. <laughs> We're in the future now. We're in the present. Yeah, just, I just got that confused part. with the time hop. It's fair. Um, Someone just picks them up and sells them. They get turned into the stones, and then um, Mamo-chan keeps them with him, and he, like, talks to them when he needs advice. They can kind of talk back to him. They later... Here, to Mamo-chan. Here's a quote. They're talking about. They later speak to Mamo-chan... Which is not how that says Mamoru uh, through. The, he's Mamoru. He's Sorry. always Mamoru. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. Uh, through the I will stones. never say Mamoru. It's too much. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's not right. Mamoru. Um, telling. So they basically tell him how uh, Mataria can be killed and that he should be happy. Now, and then he keeps really the stones. talking to him, or is Chan... Just going crazy. It's during the manga, and it's when he um, he like contacts them during the Golden Crystal arc, and they help him get it to his thing. So, question: <laughs> 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 These are my lucky rocks. They're also my best friends. Oh, that's sad. I will be your best friend. Oh, I love you. Yeah, you're so swoony. So, yeah, he has these rocks, blah, blah, blah. That's in the future. Back in the past, uh, relations between the moon and Earth grew more and more frayed during this time, and rebellion was brewing, stoked by the Earthlings' distrust of the Silver Crystal's magic. So, basically, they had, like, boss amounts of powers and also lived for a really long time, and Earth people were like, uh, sounds bullshitty and queen metallia a primordial being of spite and greed same uh (laughs) took advantage of this burgeoning disorder and basically used the woman who would become queen barrel as a figurehead in swift succession serenity became a symbol of the moon's issues which serenity princess serenity (laughs) basically pretty much as soon as fucking possible right then uh, serenity became an issue for um, everybody and a symbol of all of the moon's problems and all of everybody's problems with the moon. And Endymion's love for her was deemed as an unforgivable betrayal and the violence that would tear the lovers apart exploded into warfare. So, uh, the Silver Millennium was over and with it, Princess Serenity's childhood. In the manga... Prince and Demion fought to defend the Moon Kingdom against Queen Beryl's forces, who uh, were led by his brainwashed advisors, the Shitanyo, the ones that we were talking about, the Rocks, but they were people at this point. They were still people. Uh, and Demion fell in battle to uh, Queen 
Beryl, and then after that, Princess Serenity killed herself, unwilling to be separated from him. Uh, the war ravaged the moon, destroying its pristine landscape as thoroughly as its civilization, at its terrible cr- climax. That's None of this is my words. Um, Queen Beryl, possessed fully by Metalia's malevolent spirit, killed Endemion with a fatal slash of her sword, and her forces overran the moon, tearing apart its halls and gardens, and leaving the Sailor Guardian's defense system in tatters. Basically, she's like, okay, so we're gonna take the souls of all the important people here and seal them away, and the Guardian cats and all of those people, and have them reborn in a time of renewed peace. Yeah, so she seals away their fucking spirits and sends them to the future and basically starts them on this reincarnation loop that they go through. Like, that's all done with the remains of her power. And then she is killed by just basically, like, using all of her power. But she also basically sent the talismans of Sailor Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto into the... um, She used those talismans to awaken... Sailor Saturn, and was like, drop the silence glaive and fucking ruin everything. And that's why we don't have any, like, evidence, because the Sailor Mo- Silver Millennium was fucking turned to dust, and every remaining senshi was destroyed. You know, sometimes Saturn you're gonna shit. have... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite Saturn shit, Saturn shit, Pluto shit thing is the fact that Naoko Tekuchi got them mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, In Greek mythology, no, in Roman mythology, because it's the other one, Pluto is the god of death, Hades, and Saturn is Kronos, the god of time. And, like, they're all based exactly off of the thing, and and literally in one of the manga, like, one of her little, like, side Side doodles is her being like, you oh my god yeah um but yeah so centuries pass the souls of the silver millennium find a home in modern day japan and that's where the story starts we're not going to go into all of the start of the story because that's not super important we will though talk a little bit about usagi's past is as much a gift as a curse throughout her journey but in an important way it serves as a warning so a bunch of times the people that she runs into are like whoops fucked this up in the past kind of i didn't fuck this up in the past but someone did (laughs) um so yeah we've got queen beryl with the whole she's from the past like straight up and then later on she comes back to uh fuck with princess serenity again because she's still fucking mad Mm -hmm. and also because you know queen metalia is still taking advantage of her um you know sometimes all the things are great (laughs) and uh then later chapters reveal that uh nehalania was also Also a babe also a babe (laughs) she was at um princess serenity's birth and she managed to uh curse the child before she was sealed away by queen serenity in a mirror before everything like broke down so they're like oh it was so peaceful and it's like well also these things also one last thing so uh serenity and endemion the our takes on the selene and endemion myth from roman 
or Greek mythology. So uh, basically this dude, Apollonius of Rhodes, who was a poet who, um, and a bunch of poets told this, but he's the one that I quoted, so it doesn't really fucking matter, uh, who tells how Selene, the uh, Titan goddess of the moon, which I'm like, was she really big? You know I love a big woman. Um, loved the mortal Endemion. She believed him to be so beautiful that she had asked Endemion's father, Zeus, so I guess he was like a half-god, but a demigod? Mm, whatever. Zeus had so many kids. Um, he was a rapist! Yes, and horrible. We do not like Zeus on this. To grant him internal youth so that he would never leave her. She also apparently, in one version of it, which... Gotta love how Greek mythology is. Uh, she was like, oh, well, he's so beautiful when he sleeps. And uh, was like, I really want him to remain beautiful forever. And then Zeus was like, well, now he's in an eternal sleep and he'll never age. And Why are you literally the worst? Literally the worst. Literally the worst. In one version, where everything is the worst, the worst... Because Greek mythology is like, how would you like this to be maybe terrible more? More terrible? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she has 50 babies by him, even though he's eternally asleep. 50! Can you not jump on the sleeping guy? That mm-hmm. is rape. And since that's depressing, we're not Can gonna... we stop with the rape, you fucking Greek And on people? that... Another interesting thing that I learned while I was reading up on this is, uh, so the Moon Kingdom, all of the, like, beautiful columns and everything like that, the actual castles and shit like that, I always thought it was, like, a Roman or Greek thing. It's actually specifically based off of uh, the ancient city of Palmyra, which is a city that was in present-day Syria. And it, like, literally you look at the pictures and you're like, oh! Which is so much of Sailor Moon, where you're like, oh, I see exactly what you were inspired by. I really liked this dress, and I really liked this thing, and I really liked that. So that is Sailor Moon's big, long past, and how it's a big goddamn tragedy. Um, And then she's like, let's do it again, later. And then she's like, let's take a pause, and then do it in the future. (laughs) But hey, I mean, if you're going to have tragedies forever, you might as well stick with the most handsome man, Mamma Chan. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You at least get the good times. I mean, they had a pretty good run for they have a very years good... until there's more tragedy. Yeah, exactly. Well, in like Neo Crystal Tokyo. Crystal Tokyo? I can't remember if there's a Neo on there. I feel like there is. But who knows? They have a really good run. Yeah. And then everything goes kaput because of the whole cosmos thing. Or also, perhaps that's a weird divergence. I don't know. Ask the MCU. Don't ask the (laughs) MCU. They're fucking idiots. They don't know anything. Like, Sailor Moon is at least like, well, I didn't pretend to know anything. (laughs) It is what I want because it's my story. Yeah. (laughs) Bless. What is the Soul Forge podcast? Join Sean and his guests as they talk about sex, geekiness, witchcraft, Star Trek, awkward dates, poetry, life, the universe, and everything else. Interviews have included writers, atheists, a rap star from Australia, a reality TV star, and a sex goddess from San Diego. If you have a story to share or just want to listen to one, check out the Soul Forge podcast. The Soul Forge. Let's find out together.
Welcome to Dr. Geek's Laboratory. Hello everyone, Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. And let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. Okay, today, I, you, am talking about Sif from Marvel! Okay. I'm part twoing it over you here. You played me on this and I like literally <laughs> did not see this happen. It's so, so of course. <sighs> you keep doing the like, oh, I'm actually going to do a two-parter kind of. And I'm like, I should think of these things and I literally never do. <laughs> here we are. So oh my God. Here we are. Literally, my title is Sith Part 2 Marvel. Electric Boogaloo. So my references today, Wikipedia... Marvel.com, Comic Vine, Fandom, and a couple of comics. Alright, so... Sif is a fictional character appearing in the comic books published by Marvel. The character is depicted commonly in in association with superhero Thor. She's based on the Norse god Sif. If you don't know about her, listen to last week's episode. Oh, you should have listened to last Um, week's episode. Let's go. uh, But this specific version of Sif was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Her first dream team. Yes, seriously. Her first appearance. Appearance. (laughs) Her first appearance was in Journey into Mystery number one hundred two, which came out in March of nineteen sixty four. I'm pretty sure Carnilla's first appearance was Journey into Mystery as well, and then the most recent like Sif run that I read was Journey into Mystery, but it was like a new. They picked it up. Oh yeah, like a new. It's very good. Is it? Mm -hmm. Kieran Gillen wrote it, and he's great. So, as a supporting character of Thor, she is featured predominantly in the pages of Mighty Thor, beginning with issue 136, which is which was in January of 1967. Okay. But she's also made guest appearance in several series, including The Avengers, Fantastic Four, New Mutants, Silver Sur- Surfer, and Thunderstrike. New Mutants. Mm-hmm. I guess they did do the like a go into Asgard thing for a minute, for a hot minute. Yeah. Didn't all of the X-Men, because they were like, you know who would be a really great god of thunder? Storm. <laughs> it's true. And then we all agreed, and then that was how things went, right? <laughs> no? 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 No, it was just a second. Oh. Yeah. Poor choices. Yeah. All right, so as the goddess of hunt and harvest, Sif serves as a shield maiden for Asgard. So I guess they gave her hunt instead of bread. That is a bummer. I feel like Harvest could Harvest still be still bread. bread. Yeah, she can't be bread and bread instead. Like now <laughs> she's, she's now she's not like fertility or like whatever yeah, fuck that, that was. was. Yeah, um, Hunt is sick. Yeah, it makes her more badass. Yeah, so uh, she serves as a shield maiden for Asgard. She defends the realm from such vil- villains as Magog. 
Mangog, Mangog. Mangog? I don't know. M- M- Man Gog. Yeah. G O G. That's probably right. Um, Mangog. Loki. That this is M and G should not go together. <laughs> uh, Loki and Surtur. 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 Um, she's even saved Thor plenty of fucking times, but from people like Hela, the goddess of death. Uh, she often leads rescue mission- missions, fights alongside Thor, Balder, and the Warriors 3. Sick. Also, Balder is still my, <laughs> like, cold, dead heart. I was like, whoops, I am actually Jimmy G. <laughs> Go back to the Carnilla episode if you don't get that reference. My in-joke with myself. He's a Disney prince. What do you want from me? All right. So uh, her loyalty is to protect Asgard, extends um, to the all-father Odin's favorite son, Thor. It said that those who strike at Thor must first strike at Sif. And while she and Thor often share romantic sentiments towards one another, Sif occasionally suffers the ache of love unrequited. Clearly, I didn't write that sentence. Unrequited, I think. It is unrequited. I got you. Her commitment never does falter, though, and she always shows showcases herself as an unending ally through her uncanny strength, skill with the sword, and sacrificial nature for love of Thor and her homeland. All right. Physically... Huh. She is hot. <laughs> Physically, she's a bib. <clears throat> she is 6'2", 420 We were talking pounds. about a giant woman. This isn't quite there, but it's... Yep. Oh, man. 6'2". Actually, a gi- that is a giant woman to you. Yes, that is a foot taller than me. Damn. Um, a foot taller than me would be 6'9", imagine. <laughs> Jesus. 425 pounds of godly muscle. Yeah, they're heavier. Blue eyes and long black hair. Wait, what? What? Didn't I just talk about how her hair was gold? Literally actual gold? She had a gold wig made by Loki? Actual gold? Well, not in the Marvel Universe, but we will get into that. Mm -hmm. As for her powers, she has extended lifespans, superhuman strength, superhuman durability, advanced healing, Odin power, and apparently she has the power of flight, light force, teleportation, and an invisibility at some point. What? Yeah. I don't know. These were, I took these directly from Marvel's website. So. They were like, you know who should be super OP and will literally never use it? Sif. Yes. This is true. Um, OP means overpowered, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she has advanced proficiency in tons of different weapons, and she's an amazing marksman. She's also a great leader, and she's intelligent, because one of them has to be out of all the jolly morons that mm-hmm. she hangs out with. Yeah. Somebody has to hold on to the brain cell, and Sif is usually the one. Sif is the one. <laughs> yeah. Not always. Sometimes she does pass the brain cell off to probably Hogan. It's got to be Hogan. <laughs> it's like, it's not Volstagg, it's not Fandral, and it's not Thor. And Loki won't hold it. Loki's no. like, mm, <laughs> No. I don't want to touch that. I have my own. I have my own brain cell, and I'm holding on to it and never sharing it with anybody. <laughs> also, uh, Carnilla, I need the Nornstones because I can't do this thing. <laughs> the amount of times I'm just like, maybe Loki's a bitch because Carnilla's better. <laughs> what? 
So, um, Lady Sif, um, in, at least in the comics, uh, her brother is um, Helmdahl. And they were born... The hottest... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the hottest brother and sister in Seriously. all of the MCU. And they're not weird twins, so mm-hmm. on point. And they were born in the second generation gods of Asgard, though their actual legit parentage has not yet been revealed. Who cares? In her youth, Sif met Thor Odinson when he rescued her from a pack of wolves, and the two quickly became irrese- uh, in- inseparable. Inseparable, Brittany. <laughs> irreparable is pretty great, actually. <laughs> I don't you're know how you would make that <laughs> into, like, what the meaning would be, because it's irreparable and... I think I was going for irresistible. Oh. In my brain. I heard irreparable and inseparable. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. But I guess it could be irresistible, yeah. too. <laughs> that makes the definition of this word very complicated. <laughs> Okay, that's all. Okay, so they're inseparable. Not whatever word I just made. Irreparable. <laughs> and then she entered the Asgardian Warriors School as the only girl in her class and began training as a shield maiden. Odin sent a young Sith, Thor, and Baldur. I know we don't know this, but what's the male version of shield maiden? Shield mister? I don't know. Okay, that's all. Let's ponder on it for a little bit, and you can just <laughs> pop in when you think of a good one. Like, they had that name on Locke, but she was the first one. I mean, of course she was the first one, because she's incredible. Yeah. But also, like, honestly, it was probably Sif who was like, and here's what you can call me. <laughs> this is my business card. I've already printed 500 of them. Thanks for accepting me. Bisexual finger guns. <laughs> okay. Odin sent a young Sif, Thor, and Baldr together four mystical objects uh, for the creation of a sword. They braved the dragon Hakure of Nastrond, the frozen wasteland of Jotunheim. 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 Those are the, like, frost giants. uh, The sands of Janai. Jania. I switched the I and the A there. Oh, I just assumed we were going to talk about how Jedi is hot again. <laughs> God damn it! Sometimes <sighs> he's occasionally hot. Sometimes he's really old. Old and not. <laughs> yep, that happened. So now, so we, they went to the frozen wastelands in the sands of Jania before Loki informed them that Carnilla. Woo! Planned to assault Asgard. They returned to help defend the city, and there was mortally wounded in battle, saved only when Sif's tears mixed with sand from the enchanted lake of Lilithia healed him. I'm going to Lilithia Fair next year. That was solid. After Carnella's <laughs> defeat, Odin honored the young warrior for their warriors for their bravery. <laughs> I mean, it didn't last long anyways, because, you know, you can't, like, put my girl down for too long. <laughs> In an act of jealousy, Loki cut off Sif's golden hair Ugh. while she slept, but ended up trying to replace it, fearing Thor being like, I'm, I'm going to kick, kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. And Sif also being like, like I'm, I'm going to kick, kick your ass. ass. 
Yep. Um, Someone else is getting attention. <laughs> That's my Loki impression. <laughs> it's, Come yeah. on, yep. yep. So he went to the dwarves, Eitri and Brock, and um, Brock. Like, yeah, I think B R O K K. I just assume he looks like Brock from Pokemon, and he hits on Nurse Joy, and Officer Jenny. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. and every girl ever. I'd um, hit on every Nurse Joy, though. <laughs> She's so No, cute. I wouldn't hit on her, but I would also be like, Hi, you're so cute, blah, blah, blah. Can you know. get my Pokemon? Mm-hmm. I would have a big crush on every Nurse Joy. <laughs> All right. He goes to the dwarves to be like, I fucked <laughs> up. Please help me. Because <laughs> um, Thor and Sip are going to kick my ass. Mm-hmm. I did this in a fit of jealousy and then immediately was like, oh, oh yep. Um, Which, and to be fair, who hasn't, not in a fit of jealousy, but in a fit of something stupid, done something and then immediately been like, oh, oh no. I immediately should have not done yep. this. Yep. I have so many maybe, regrets. Maybe not cut off the oh, no. fucking warrior's hair, though. I don't really try to fuck with anybody who I know can beat me up. Mm-hmm. But that's the difference between me and Loki. So, yeah, this is true. I also don't have anybody who's willing to lend me the Nornstones. <laughs> so, he goes, he goes to the dwarves, and this is where it changes a little bit. So, in, in the thing, he got mm-hmm. the wig, and it was all good, and now her hair is actually Sick made of gold. wig. In Marvel, he essentially doesn't pay them properly and is a what? dickhead about it. So when they give him this hair piece and she places it on her head, that's when her hair turns all black instead of it staying gold like it was made. Because once again, Loki is still a dickbag. Yeah. God. So Loki cut off all her hair and then couldn't even pay them properly like, well, to get her hair back. I didn't. I mean, to be fair, point one for Marvel I feel like this makes more sense for the trickster god. <laughs> also, I was shitty a second time. <laughs> yes. I um, want that on a shirt, actually. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was shitty a second time. <laughs> New merch. <laughs> <laughs> so she was bummed for a while, but she eventually got over it. Because even Sif was like, my beautiful blonde hair. And yeah. And it wasn't And then anymore. was like, I'm the only non-blonde yeah. and it's pretty sick. It's- and also, I'm hotter than everybody, period. It doesn't matter what color my hair is. <laughs> so, um, eventually, Brunhilde entered Warrior yeah. School. Sif saw a little bit of a uh, competition for Thor's affection and was tricked by Loki into stealing the mirror of Mycha. Which could cast potential love spells. It's Brunhilde. What'd I say? Brunhilde. Oh. It ends in an E. Yeah. Not an A. I know. (laughs) Period. I I assume that this is... (laughs) This is not what you meant to say, because I know you know how this goes. So she gets tricked to steal this mirror because it can cast potential love spells. But she ends up losing the mirror to Amora, a.k.a. the Enchantress, who uses it to gain Thor's love. Literally, so many people have a big goddamn crush on Thor and also, like, make it a problem. Yes. 
Including Sif a little bit. Yes. To be fair, she gets a little bit of the Lois Lane treatment. It, that is also true. Mm-hmm. Uh, In and that I love her unconditionally forever. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Sif and Brunhilda work together to break the spell. And then Sif and, uh, Sif and Thor, he's a little like, why would you do that? And she's like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's okay. I like you. And she's like, I like you too. And then their romance starts to bud a little bit. Nice. Later on, Sif was captured by storm giants who King traded. And I was really excited. (laughs) I was like, I don't know this story, but I'm like, is this fanfic that I'm reading? It was like, new OTP? Hey. (laughs) They just pushed Thor out of the way. In the Mighty Avengers comics, which are, like, for kids, but they're really cute and have a lot of, like, dumb in jokes, Thor and Storm have, like, a thing. Because of their thunder and lightning. It's adorable. Thor's like, you're amazing. And Storm's like, yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Um, okay, so Sif was later captured by the storm giants whose king traded her to the goddess of the, the goddess of death, Hela, in exchange for immortality. I guess when all your friends are immortal, <laughs> right? I, right. I uh, think I would still pass. That still sounds like so much work. Oh Thor God. rescues Sif by offering himself in Hela uh, to Hela in her place, which ends up moving Hela so much that she just releases. The- <laughs> <laughs> so first of all L-O fucking L that's ridiculous secondly I bet you a hundred dollars that that was written by a man <laughs> yes <laughs> she was just so moved by their love story no she's the goddess of death she probably fucking Doesn't wasn't care yeah <laughs> she does care though I don't really know what Hella had planned for Sif why would she give some person... I mean, the only reason I could see is because she wanted Thor to come to her. Bait. Like, well, yeah. Like, why else would she want yeah. Sif? What else would Sif do for her? I mean, Girl other time. Than, other than be badass. Like, you know, fun. I haven't been able to have, like, marks with the girls in a really long time. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep you down here for a little while. Like, we're just going to stay down here. We could just shit on Thor and Loki. Yeah. I can, like, show you... A lot of people dying. <laughs> you probably killed yeah. half of them. Do you want to say hi to like some of your like top ten? <laughs> I've got a compilation, <laughs> and I put it all to Benny Hill music. <laughs> Why is? <laughs> Why did you go there? Because. That's fucking hilarious. But also, why is Hella this way in my weird <laughs> fantasy? It's cool. It's fine. Everything's fine. So Sif and Thor end up parting and they're separated for many years. She leaves Asgard to further her training as a shield maiden. And eventually Odin casts Thor to the mortal form of Donald Blake to live on Earth. So boring. Also the most convoluted backstory ever. Like, he could just be fucking Thor. Why is he this thing and then he, like, has a stick that he taps? And It's so confusing! And, like, like there's a lot of confusing shit in all of Marvel, and I feel like this is top tier. 
they just abandoned it at one point, but they never really wrote it out. <laughs> They're like, this doesn't make sense. We're done. But it still happened in the past. <laughs> and we still might bring him back for like a, what? <laughs> because sometimes Marvel brings people back for that reason. Uh, yeah, so. no. Oh my god. I forgot about I always forget about that. And then Dumb, it gets yeah. brought up and then I'm like, why is this happening? But this is where Thor ends up meeting Jane. Yeah. That could have happened literally yes, anywhere but else. but that's the, the point. The, so I get it. He, so. So confusing. Thor meets Jane. Donald Blake meets Jane. Whoever the fuck meets Jane. They start a relationship. Then Sif comes back into Thor's life. Uh, That's where we're going with I'm this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get distracted by Donald Blake being so confusing. Um, it's just like, like they basically, this is the timeline, and then the Donald Blake line just ends, but it doesn't have like a death or anything. It's just like nothing. So Thor and Jane go up to Asgard. Asgard. And Thor's like, I love this woman. Can we make her immortal or whatever Mm -hmm. and and then i can marry her or whatever and odin's like okay but she has to pass these tests and she doesn't jane fails so she gets forcefully exited from asgard and and erases all of her memories so thor jesus shit is super bummed and grieving so sif is like "Ooh, well And then they end up needing to fight this thing called Unknown. The Unknown. (laughs) It's the Pokemon Unknown. (laughs) It's just the letters of the alphabet. But like (laughs) Pokemon-y. It's just the letter of the Asgard alphabet in Pokemon-y. It's all runic Pokemons. Oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. I'm very mad about this. (laughs) So, Sif helps him fight and I guess it makes him forget about Jane because they start up their romance again. Uh, because really, not that I don't like Jane Foster, but... To be fair, there are very few people that Thor gets shipped with canonically that I'm not like, yeah, let's do it. It's true. Like, I don't... She's been. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I like Jane so much a lot because later she becomes something more. Yes. Whereas... But, like, that's the same thing with fucking Sif. That's the same thing with Amora. At the beginning, they're all just like, ooh, we love you. And we're all sort of trying to marry you for some reason. And it's like, but this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's hot, but also, like, okay. Um, it's just a lot. And then they all become their own people. That's And that's, like, kind of my favorite type of comic book shit, where it's like somebody starts out as, it starts out well, as somebody writing something in the, kind of stupid. Well, especially in the 60s and yeah. 70s, most girl characters coming in are just love interests. Yep. Because that was the generation. Mm-hmm. And then, eventually, they're like, oh, people like these characters, and we can't be sexist pigs as obviously. Yep. <laughs> we'll still be sexist pigs, we just can't be That's super not going away, about it. but we will be less... <laughs> be more subtle about it and we'll hire like two women and be like we have women we have women look at these two women that are right here one of them is like literally one foot out the door like Uh. you can't count it as two women if you're only having a leg (laughs) all right so then the wrecker 
Yeah. Dirk. Garth Waite. <laughs> That's his last name. Dirk. Dirk Garth, Garth Waite. Waite. What a terrible... Uh, I think... Um, I don't think that's I, his name. That's the record's name. No, I believe you. I don't think I've ever read that because I don't think <laughs> I don't think that I would be forget able to, that. No way. <laughs> First of all, Dirk is a stupid name. Yep. Sorry, any person named Dirk. I guess you're fine. But like, it was like they were like, here's several things. We're just going to grab a bunch of things. <sighs> it's just bad. It's not great. Garth Waite. So the record. Yeah. He uh, poisoned Thor. Bummer. And so, but Sif went and sought Carnella's aid and desperation and was given the Destroyer's armor. I have those if you ever want to read them. Okay. Um, However, after using the weapon to defeat the Wrecker, it overwhelms her will and she ends up clashing with Thor, who is unaware of... That it's Sif. Yep. The conflict ended when Carnella summoned Thor to defend her realm against Ulick. Ulick. I can't remember, and I don't think I've, I've never heard that U-L-I-K. out loud. Yeah, uh, releasing Sif from the Destroyer as part of the bargain. Loki subsequently used an enchantment to steal Thor's hammer, causing him to revert to Don Blake. There he is again, <laughs> talking about throwing it back in there, damn, like. <laughs> And then uh, it's so weird. <laughs> it's like if you just like were like, oh, and then randomly Superman. Superman's always Superman, but he randomly turns into Clark Kent when he's not holding the right thing. <laughs> like that's crazy. And that was the actual plot. And Sif uh, ended up getting gravely injured defending Blake from Loki, but the mortal do- some mortal doctor saved her life via emergency surgery. And then Thor reclaimed his hammer, so I guess he turned back into Thor. How? They returned to Asgard, and they helped defend the city against Maggog. Mangog. Mangog. Mangog? <laughs> Mangog. Mangoji. Mangogog. Mangog. <laughs> it's a shrug. Who knows? I have questions about how they did surgery on Asgardians, but I won't ask them to you I because I, I know. do not know the answer. <laughs> but in case anyone was wondering what that like huh? <laughs> sound was, that was me being like, oh, well, I don't understand how that works, but that's probably fine because it probably doesn't. <laughs> it, it works because it's not real, Martha. Because it's comic books. Shut up. <laughs> So now Pluto captured Sif. I guess that happens a lot. Mm. I guess that's what happens when you're on the front lines. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, so Thor wants. So I guess they went the Roman route. Is Hercules Roman? No, Hades is in Hercules. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's all. all Greek. Yeah, because I know Hercules is. Also in Marvel, because mm-hmm. he's bi as fuck, which yep. is my fave. Yep. I'm like, of course he is, we because he's in Hercules Greece. a little bit Greek. in my Black Widow one. Yeah. Uh, so Pluto captures Seth, Thor comes to her aid, and they find themselves in a fearsome battle that only ends when Zeus intervenes. Ugh. Right. Gross. Zeus only intervenes because he wants to look at both Thor and Seth. <laughs> it's all... Disgustingly true. Yeah. So his two types, like 
handsome blonde man and also any woman. Somewhere along the way, when all this was going on, Sif ends up becoming the object of interest to the childlike him, who is the future Adam Warlock. Oh! Yes, he desires Sif as a mate and abducts her to another world. What a creepy. Yep. Also, I immediately thought of him from the fucking Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) I love him. What a good character. (laughs) Also, (laughs) pulled the vibe. Yeah. No one saw, but both of us did lobster claws for him from Powerpuff Girls. And like drag lobster claws. Like you have to do several like draggy drag Oh my god. When we take our picture for our shirts, we can also take (laughs) a little boomerang lobster claws of him. God damn it. Oh shit. Okay. So, uh, he abducts Sif because he wants her as a mate. Gross. And Thor, fearing for Sif's safety. Safety. (laughs) Sif's safety. I mean, that's fair. There's a lot of Fs. There's a lot of S and F noises going on. (laughs) You're, like, stuck in in the same place in your mouth, which is rough. Um, fearing for Sif's safety, he enters Warrior's Madness and soundly defeats him. I assume that's Berserker mode. I'm assuming, yes. Yeah. Sif later joins the Asgardians against uh, Surtur and leads the Warriors of Three. Warriors Three, there's no the or whatever. Oh, three! My mouth can't melt right now. I'm it's sorry. Okay. My brain can't brain, so we're doing great. <laughs> she leads the Warriors Three to rescue Thor from Mephisto's realm, where uh, he'd been imprisoned through Loki's trickery. Yeah, I don't know what word Scheming. they use there. Yeah, what is it? Now I need to know. Machinations. I don't think I've ever said that word in my life. <laughs> I only have because it's like specifically a dumb evil word. <laughs> it's a word that you make when you, you you make. It's a word that you make. It's a word that you say when you're steepling your fingers and twirling around in your like very very fancy CEO desk. I'm sure Death Base Death Bezos. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> says it literally all the fucking time. And let's not shit on deaf people. They're great. Uh, Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit. I thought he said death Bezos. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yes. <laughs> I was immediately like, oh no, deaf people. Of course that makes way more sense. Oh god. Death Bezos is great, actually. Damn. Oh shit. <laughs> So Hela comes to claim Thor's life, and Sif saves him again, and persuades <coughs> Hela by offering herself in his place, much as he'd done for her centuries earlier. Hela's like, this romance isn't <laughs> cute anymore. I am over this now. <laughs> I'm bored of this nonsense. Are you guys gonna, like, shack up or what? <laughs> I've been watching this shitty reality TV show for a millennia. <laughs> a silver millennia. I was hanging out on the moon with my Full circle! <laughs> Which is what everybody is here. <laughs> it's all good. Everything is fine. fine. Where was I? Okay, so Sif saves him. 
offers himself. It's like before, except it's her. All the while, Loki is usurping Asgard's throne, because that's what he does. Sometimes, when everybody's not paying attention, you have to be like, whoops, I'm taking something. (laughs) Usually, it's something shitty from Walmart, but sometimes (laughs) it's a throne from your dad, kind of. And I took it, and now Sif has to marry me. What? Yep. That's what he tries to get out of his throne. Well, he has so many problems. He has so many problems. Because they're all... I want what other people have problems. Yeah. That's, you need therapy. <laughs> Me actually talking to you. Sorry, I made too much eye contact when I said that, and now here we are. I don't need Loki-level no. therapy. <laughs> no. Alright, but um, Odin comes back and is like, bitch, get off my throne. And stop marrying your brother's girlfriend. It's weird. No one likes it. Why you already. Just... She still remembers when you chopped her fucking hair off. And she's not happy about that. And she's that. she's not happy. And you didn't do a good job paying for her cool wig, so now she yeah. doesn't have gold hair. And honestly, and like, do you really want to marry her? She'd probably just fucking chop your dick off while you're sleeping. Why would you want to marry her except for to take her away from Thor? Except for he would just cuckold you. That's how that would go. They would still fuck. Like, are you an idiot? It's true. I mean, yes. So soon after. (laughs) Sometime later. Sometime later. Um, Mangog, he's threatening Asgard. Mangog has. Why don't they just kill this bastard? So much play during this. (laughs) I assume he has the same sort of weird immortality thing where it's like, I'm kind of gonna stick around. Yeah. So he threatens Asgard again. You need to stick around with a couple of your villains. Keep them. And uh, Odin appoints Valkyrie as Sif's bodyguard. Hot. Yes. I don't know why Sif needs a bodyguard. I would like to see the entire bodyguard movie with... (laughs) (laughs) But like this. (laughs) Just a hot, giant lady protecting her. Alright, so Mangog threatening Asgard again. Goddamn Mangog! So Odin is like, hey, Valkyrie... Go be Sif's bodyguard, because apparently she needs one. They get sent to Planet Black World. They go and meet Silas Grant. Silas? Silas, yeah, probably. S-I-L-A-S. Yeah. And Regillian Tana Nile. That's not a real name. (laughs) Silas is a real name. (laughs) They are Black World natives. Sif and Valkyrie learn about Ego. Oh, Prime, a portion oh, hey. of ego, a living planet. Oh, hi. <laughs> that was destroying time and causing centuries to pass in mere hours. Ugh, gross. Right? Ego Prime followed Sif and her friends to Earth, and they joined Thor, Baldur, and the Warriors Three. And Ego Prime oh. exhausted his powers after a lengthy fight, apparently dying and empowering three young gods in the process. After learning this had been Odin's plan all along, because he is the worst. Damn it. Right? The Asgardians condemn the All-Father for endangering their lives. And Fuck Odin you, is, All-Father. Is, in response, Odin exiles all of them to Earth, because he is the worst. Ugh. Odin is the worst. Ugh. He's yeah. so bad. Eventually, I will talk about the like time where Odin was... 
they kind of booted him off to deal with somebody else, and he had to just hang in space and deal with that guy, and it was all a matriarchy, and everything was awesome. And everything was wonderful. Yeah. He's just, like, such a bummer, always. 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 Like, your one good kid is Baldurin's because he literally wasn't in your life at all. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, the Dweller in Darkness... Mm. His, uh, I had a MySpace like that. <laughs> he has to send, he asks Sif and Thor and Hercules to go fight against him. Oh, because fun. he's like, hey, I know I exiled you to Earth, but I need you to go fight this bro because I'm the worst. Um, so I promise I'll like actually love you this time. Uh, <laughs> and both Sif and Hercules are like, no. no. And Thor's, Thor's like, like please. Someone, someone care about me, actually. <laughs> and Sif's like, I do. Hercules probably also. And Hercules is like, I love everyone. Hercules is like, I'm going to make fun of the fact that you're saying these and that's, but you weren't around in Shakespeare time, which is when that sort of shit happened. <laughs> which also wasn't how anybody talked. It was just how Shakespeare wanted to be fancy. Um, so they have to go fight Dweller in Darkness because his fear powers have led to several suicides in New York, including Jane Foster, who apparently wasn't a suicide, but she's near death. Okay. She attempted suicide. I mean... Bummer. All around. Like, strong bummer, and yeah. also, why Why is this a storyline that you have to do, Marvel? Thor's feelings for Foster were rekindled here, and out of love... For the Thunder God, Sif sought a remedy for her mortal rival's condition. Alongside Hercules, Sif located Camo, their, their Tharn, two ends in his name. What? Camo Tharn? Yeah. Cool. I like an extra letter every now and Just then in a fantasy name. At the end. Um, that would and- be my <laughs> fantasy name, Martha, but with two thas. No. Martha? Martha, but with two H's. Ooh. Okay, I like that. I got I was going to say with like 30 A's on no. the end. Martha! You have to growl it at the end. <laughs> Sounds harsh on my throat. I'm I don't a, like it. Like an orc or something. <laughs> so this bro, they locate him, Sip mm. and Hercules. They defeat him and they take, so they find him and they fight him and they defeat him and they just take his magical rune staff. To, so yes. <laughs> And she ends up transferring her own life force into Jane's body. She restores Jane's health, seemingly at her own peril. But unbeknownst to all, her spirit presides deep within Jane. That's why that storyline happened. Uh, <laughs> Sometime later. Yeah. But also, most importantly, out of all of that, oh my god, I would pay so much money for just a Sif and Hercules annual. This is true. Holy shit, that would be the best goddamn comic. It would be a lot of fun. Fuck. So, guess who's back? Man Gog. Shady's back. (laughs) Tell a friend. Yep. Man Gog. Man Gog will not leave us alone. He secretly replaced Odin. So at some point, probably when, I don't know, Odin sent all the people that can actually protect (laughs) Asgard to Earth. And also recognize him. Like, I mean, I know Odin has one eye. (laughs) <laughs> fucking egg so yeah that happened so Thor and Jane return to Asgard to oppose him 
And then Jane touches Sif's sword, and this is when Sif emerges, replacing her mortal host. So they they're just, like, we can't decide who we want the love interest to be, so it's so both. <laughs> and Thor's like, yes. Like, just make it either some, you idiots. <laughs> just OT3. <laughs> Some people are so uncreative. <laughs> this is the uncreative way to do it. I love the, that, like, somehow my girlfriend magically girls into my other girlfriend. Because <laughs> that's definitely what's fucking going on. She grabs the thing and then she transforms oh, into your other girlfriend. God damn it, it's like a She-Ra thing going on If that here. happened to fucking Scott, he would shit his pants. <laughs> True facts. oh fuck okay (laughs) so um magnon mag (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we've pronounced mangog in more ways than we've pronounced goebbels (laughs) (laughs) mangog he's uh, eventually defeated again for now and I don't know. He might like, come back. We'll he might not. We'll see. This is as much as a, a surprise to me as you right now. <laughs> Sif, uh, we'll miss you, baby. <laughs> joins Thor and the Warriors Three and searches for the real Odin. They find him being held prisoner of the Soul Survivors who were siphoning his powers. You should just leave him here. There. Is that Soul with a U? It is. I hate it. S-O-U-L. I get it, but I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Somebody thought they were fucking clever, and I'm like, I feel like you're just the person who, well, like... Obviously some stupid nerd boy who's writing comics. Oh, mad! Who fucking made Sith, uh, Jane Foster magical girl into Sith. You're right. Okay, I get it. It's fair. <laughs> this is clearly not the stupidest thing that this person has done. So, God. siphoning powers with the soul survivors. Soul survivors. I'm a survivor. Like, that's only fine if you're, like, a dumb band and you're like, we're the soul survivors. And it's like, shouldn't there only be one of you? And it's like, no, soul with a U. And they're emo. Obviously. So, they are briefly captured, which is Sith, Thor, and the Warriors 3, if you don't remember who we're talking about here. I assumed it was them. (laughs) But they end up overcoming the soul survivors with the U and restore Odin to the throne. I don't know why they didn't leave him there. Odin's the fucking worst. Soon after, though, Balder falls before a mistletoe arrow. Yep. Like the the myth of Ragnarok. Dang. That's how it goes. So Stuff is going to end because Baldur is so great and also no animal wants to be around if like the Disney prince of all Disney princes isn't going to hang around. It's fucking true. They're all like, well, we're now all going to Lemming and you need us for nature. <laughs> all the bees flew away. Yep. <laughs> Literally all the bees carried away Baldur's corpse. <laughs> That's sad. So Sif is prepared to defend Asgard from its enemies. Who were the enemies? From Ragnarok. Oh, right. The Ragnarok's ones... about to happen. Ragnar- oh, right, because the mistletoe spear. Yeah. It was probably, it, yeah. it should have been Loki according to myth, but, but who knows? Yeah, but whatever. Sif's hair is black, so it doesn't matter. So. <laughs> this is an alternate reality where Sif's hair is black and everything went off course. <laughs> so 
Jesus. Some dude named no Roger Red Norvell, one of the several mortals who came from the Golden Realm to make a documentary. <laughs> what? Ended up gaining Thor's powers and defeated him and and stole Mjolnir. And he was, like, hitting on fucking Sif. And she was like, no. This is why she's trying to, like, prepare for Ragnarok. Oh, that's great. That's so great. Gotta love men who make everything so much easier. How did this guy get Thor's power? I don't know. I mean, I, know I you didn't don't know. read that part. Me, like having a small shriek about the fact that that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, no, that's the whole deal. Gained them, defeated them. Somehow, Mjolnir was like, "Oh, you have his powers," and defeated Thor. So you're just worthy. Go ahead. And also, pick is me this up. Donald Blake time? Is he just Donald Blake now? <laughs> does anybody understand Donald Blake? No, no one does. Cool. But apparently Sif is like, I guess we'll leave because Norval was being a dick to Thor. So she was like, let's go because I don't want Thor to be hurt since you apparently took You're his hammer. hurting Thor's feelings <laughs> and I can't um, But she that. does end up convincing him fair. to aid the Asgards in the forces of, against the forces of Ragnarok. But he dies in battle, so I guess... Happy Mjolnir. ending for everybody. Mjolnir goes back to Thor. Mm. Ragnar- Ragnarok is avo- avoided. Um, Mjolnir's like, I'm so sorry I cheated. And Sif is like, you're a little bitch. You're a fucking bitch. You know who didn't cheat me? <laughs> Odin revealed he had manipulated events all along to true twilight of gods. So, once again, Odin is the worst. The villain through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also in mine. So finally Thor is like, fuck this shit. And he uh, makes, well, he doesn't make, but he's like, Sif, leave Asgard with me because Odin is a fucking dick face. We can't do anything but this. Please come with me. But she's like, I can't leave my home. It's what I'm meant to protect. Even if Odin is the biggest dick face, I need to protect Asgard. And That makes it more needing to protect yeah, yes, yeah, I have to protect people against Odin. And they spent many months apart, um, even though uh, they did not actually want to, but Thor was like, I can't fucking deal with this shit, bye. And My dad's being a dick, and I can't deal. And Sif's like, uh, your dad's my boss, and I can't also deal, but yep. here we are. And then, like, Thor returns home to Asgard or something, mm. and o- Odin is pissed about it. And Ugh. makes, like, Sif fight against him. <sighs> yeah, because Odin, once again, is the worst. Still the worst. Like, so consistent in his, like, fucking With the destroyer. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she gets to hop in the destroyer again? Yeah, so Maybe. Odin Maybe. draws the spirits of all Asgardians, including Sif, into the destroyer to, defi- uh, to, oh, to fight some celestials. And to prevent them from their judgment of Earth. So I guess he's actually doing something he's supposed to do. Mm. But the Celestials destroy the armor. uh, But the spirits that were in the armor do get returned to their bodies because of Thor's efforts of making sure that happened. And with this, there's a nice cute little reunion where Thor, again, is like, please come to Earth with me, Sif. This is ridiculous and my father is the worst. do Do you see all of this? Do you see this? And he's like just pointing at the fucking destroyer that's like sticking in the sand. 
That's a broken yes. part. This thing that you were just fucking in, that I just had to fight you in, that we just had to fight each other in. And Bad then, times. yeah, and yeah, and then I had to do all these things to make sure that all your souls got put back into your body. Because my father is the worst. <laughs> so, yeah. So. You have to go back like Simba, though. That's how it is. <laughs> Everything is actually Lion King. Everything with royalty. It's true. Except Odin is the worst and Mufasa is the best. Odin's just Scar. No, that doesn't make sense. She ends up agreeing with him and joining him and the two end up getting betrothed. Everyone around them is like, no time. Oh my god. It's only been several millennia. (laughs) So while Sif is on Earth doing her thing, doing her Beautiful Perfect. giant thing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I would like probably walk into a street sign. Not a lie. She. 6'5, did you say? 6'2. 6'2. But 425 it? pounds. She's extra, like. Thick. Yes. But also dense because yeah. of that, like, weird alien. Well, I was gonna say, she's, like, muscle thick. Was what I meant. When Muscle I said thick, one hundred percent. Yeah, but also it's it's that weird thing. It's the same sort. Of, well, not like the same sort of thing as Wolverine. Wolverine has metal bones. Everybody else is just <laughs> heavy muscles. Yep, and heavy bones probably too. <laughs> like you could probably smack somebody in the face with an Asgardian's bone and it would break off. Probably. That's actually a really cool and interesting thing that I've never thought about. Maybe not cool and interesting to literally any other person but me. But I'm like, oh, how hard are Asgardian's bones? Now I need to know. <laughs> All right. So while Sif is on Earth, she ends up being bitten by Dracula <laughs> and gets a few uh, vampire qualities because he's like, oh, she's hot and I want her as a mate. I mean, but don't you worry. Soon after she is bitten by Dracula, her Asgardian amazingness is like, fuck this uh, shit. We've pushed this out of our <laughs> nonsense. And, and she's not a vampire because she's an Asgard. You get to be a vampire for like a week yeah, though, so yeah. you get to, it's it, it's exercising your goth thing. Yep. I get it. I also did that when I was in seventh grade. Sif ends up being bored and unsatisfied with her boring life on Earth, and she's usually mostly lonely, because apparently Thor just spends his days as Blake. (laughs) I don't know the science behind it! I don't... I hate that. (laughs) Whoever wrote that part of the story, I would like to poke you in the eye. She does, at some point, accompany Thor and Dr. Keith Kinsade. Kincaid. Kincaid, maybe. Kincaid is a real last name. Okay. And they rescue Jane again, whose essence had dwelled within Thran again, with the two ends. Um, right. Ever since Sif reemerged. Is it Tharn? It is Tharn. I made the R. No, no, it's okay. You said Thran again? Thran? <laughs> you said Thran again? And I was like, Who's Thranagan? I was like, was his name Thranagan? <laughs> it's just a, uh, I'd say shittier no, no. version than Zap Thranagan. I don't think you can get shittier. But apparently, when Sif reemerged, Jean 
wasn't a thing anymore and she's just been living yeah, with what's Star. Happening? I don't know. Well, Once again, not about Jane, so I didn't get into that detail. Well, I literally I feel like it's the same sort of like Donald Blake thing where they were like, Well, we gave him a whole line and then we just erased pieces of it because we never <laughs> thought about him during these parts of things. And the same thing with Jane where they were like, Well Thor wasn't on Earth, so we don't know what we did with Jane. I assume she was working at the hospital. <laughs> but Sif is like, hey, I'm bored on Earth. So even though she loves Thor, she goes back to Asgard and Thor stays on Earth and they break up. So Sif, she's all bummed out because Thor chose Earth over her. Ended up, I don't know, I guess she's on Asgard now. But enter in Alien Beta Ray Bill. Yes! Aha! <laughs> I've been waiting for this. He's here. I fucking love him. <laughs> so his strength and nobility had proven equal to the God of Thunder, leading Odin to grant the Cosmic Crusader his own mystical hammer, Stormbreaker. After defending Bill's people from demons, Sif, with Thor's blessing, left with her new love, inter- love interest to protect his people as they search for a new planet to call home. Sick. Sif and Bill return to Asgard, uh, return to aid the Asgardian and Earth heroes in a, 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 a position to Surtur's <laughs> army. Man, Surtur is yep. getting a lot of play too. Surtur and Mangog should hook up. And apparently, like, they're they're really like y'all should heroes. work together. And Sif led uh, Valhalla's fallen champions against Surtur demons in New York City and was injured in the battle until an elixir restored her. Mm. After Odin seemingly perished in his defeat of Surtur, I feel like I have to say it like that. Surtur! No, it's it's definitely (laughs) Surtur. Surtur! Because it's very specifically Surtur. It's almost like two words, but you have to string them together. Sif devised a way for Thor and Bill's hammers to return the stranded Asgardians home and plan to leave her current bay and return to her first love. Swing! Have both! Be Polly! You can have all of the options. Have the every hammer that you want. Always be Polly. Take every hammer is the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> However, Thor was under the goddess Lorelei's love spell. Oh, hey. I was wondering if she yep, was going to show here up. Here she is. So Sif's like, I remember I love Thor, and I'm going to go back. And Sif's all, and Thor's all like under a spell and hits her. Yeah. And Sif's like, what the fuck? Also, literally, that is not a thing that I've heard of any time. And the fact that like fucking Ant Man was crucified for hitting. (laughs) Janet, and this is something that I've never heard of, is weird. Yeah. So um, she's like, fuck this. I guess I'm leaving Asgard permanently with Bill. Girl, yes. um, Also, Bill's a boss and much more gentle and sweet than... But, yes. But in the meantime, Thor broke from Laura's love spell and was like... Oops. I'm so sorry. That wasn't me. I swear I love you. Please don't leave again. I didn't want to do it. It was this fucking bitch over here. It wasn't me. I love you. And so Sif is like, okay, sorry, Bill. I gotta go with bay number one over here. So. Beta. 
Ray Bill. <laughs> but also, like... So she says her goodbyes and they, they split. Polly, because <laughs> Ray Bill is great. And also, I would snuggle the shit out of him. <laughs> so, Loki... Boo. <laughs> possessing Odin... Double boo. Oh, man. Banishes Thor from reality. (laughs) And Sif's super bummed about it. So she cuts all her hair off and goes on a journey with Balder to find Thor. Wait, are you saying that there is a short-haired butch Sif out there? Yeah, I am. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And they... Use Carnilla's Norn stones. <laughs> Who's not gonna borrow that? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he is her ultimate, like, the best thing in her life. And she lets fucking Loki borrow them, probably just to hear about his Asgard drama. It's true. It's like, okay, little tell me what's going on. <laughs> and they are able to find Thor's essence across the universe with them. Fresh. Sif and Balder trace their quarry to his mortal replacement, Eric Masterson, on Earth. So we have another man that's magical girling into Thor? Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Why would you do another one when you already had fucking They were like, this other one is really bad and his name is Donald. So let's remake him. It's like, okay, Eric. Is it with a K? No, it's with a C. Okay. <laughs> that was so judgy. That was so fucking judgmental. You know who's with a K? <laughs> fucking Magneto. Of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> I'm right. not saying that all Eric's with K's are evil. <laughs> but I'm saying check them for goatees before you let them in your life. Oh, shit. So while they're on this quest, still or has to go to... Mephisto for some help. (laughs) And Masterson and Balder go into Mephisto's realm. And she fights them until she realizes it's just her own obsession, apparently. I don't know. That's complicated. I don't know. It is. It's Mephisto, right? Yeah. Some dumb magic happens and everything is complicated and people fight each other when they don't need to. So at some point she ends up making out with fucking... Fake Thor and the heat of the moment. I and, thought you were going to say Mephisto. Oh, no. But she learns from Mephisto, from this making out with Thor, apparently, that Loki is actually Odin. <laughs> so they're like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> so they so return to how I assume this went down. <laughs> She's making out with Thor. <laughs> and Mephisto is like, oh, no. Loki's going to be so mad. She's like, what? And he's like, Odin is going to be so mad. <laughs> and if it's not like that, don't tell me. Because that's how I want it to be. Oh, no. Don't forget Balder's there, too. Balder is also like, okay, twiddling his thumbs, <laughs> talking to birds. <laughs> There's a bird on his finger that's like, so your brother is like making out and stuff possibly your brother is this your brother and father's like i generally don't don't know know. we weren't even raised together and now everything is much more complicated than it was way before this is the stupidest family tree 
Mm. Um, so yeah, so they go back to Asgard and kick Loki's ass and put Odin back. Why do you guys keep putting Odin back on the throne? They keep putting Odin back on the throne. <sighs> there are so many, like, capable fucking rulers there. And they keep putting... All right. They keep taking one incapable one off and putting another one on. But this is where we realize that Eric Masterson is his own person and Thor was just trapped in his brain or his mind. I hate And they were able to separate them. So now Eric Masterson is his own person again and Sif and Thor are reunited again. Well, I hate everything. (laughs) This is a fucking soap opera. Reunited and it feels so good. But then they're separated again. Oh! <laughs> and Thor's <laughs> come to Warriors Madness, becoming extremely violent. Sif Man, and Beta Ray Bill try to help him and huh? ruthlessly sought help of many others, but it wasn't until Thor was incapacitated by Thanos and brought before Odin that his mind was cured. I assume Odin was like, I'm disappointed in you. And Thor was like, oh no! (laughs) Okay, so... Sorry. Thor was bitter towards his father. Shock over all the years manipulation. Shocking. And guess what? Or, or, though... <laughs> Odin is angry about this, so he banishes Thor again and Classic replaces him. Abusive tactics. <laughs> um, actually, the fact that you're sad about this is hurting me. <laughs> so you're gonna be punished. Yeah. And I hope you feel guilty about it in the future later. And I'm sure Thor did. Did? <laughs> I you sure Thor did. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, no. oh God! It, Odin literally created gaslighting. Okay, so <laughs> like I wonder, like he's he's up there, and like I I I want to look at a list of the worst dads, and I feel like he would be at least in Marvel, he'd probably be in the top. Yeah, he's definitely in the top five mm-hmm. worst dads yeah. ever. Worst fictional dads, I feel like him. There's the one from fucking Lord of the Rings. It's like the one thing I know of Lord of the Rings. Denethor, who is like, he likes one son who ends up dying, and then he tries to burn his other son alive, and then himself. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, it's a bad time. And, you know, it's a lot of gaslighting and also shitting on his son the entire time. But, like... Those are my top two, and then I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> Hopefully nowhere. Odin banishes Thor, because he is from the reality. worst from Asgard. Oh. Just from Asgard this time. Reality was the last time. <laughs> and I feel like But this time it. he ends up replacing him with fucking Red Norvell again, who was dead. First of all, that's Asgard. dumb. Yep. Secondly, this is... Somebody grounding their, like, 28-year-old son who's back for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. And Sif is not happy about it. I mean, fair. That's really embarrassing yeah. to be dating somebody who's grounded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not happy with Odin. She's not happy who's with happy Norvell. Who's happy with Odin? She's not Ever. <laughs> But she ends up sort of trying to get some sense of camaraderie with fucking Norvell because I guess she lives there and she has to. Mm. But she ends up disobeying Odin and joining Thor and his new allies who are the High Evolutionary and the God Pack. 
they all on Earth, and she's like, Odin sucks, I'm done. Yeah. This red Norval, he also sucks, done. I'm too good for this shit. I don't remember who he is literally at all, but, like, also, what the, this is the lamest name I've ever heard of <laughs> in my entire life. So, now she's on Earth, and she fights along Thor and defends her adopted home from the curse. Yes. With the K. Yep. Um, who had taken over Hell in Hella's absence <laughs> and led to an army of undead monsters against New York City. <laughs> Red Normal's so stupid. Red Normal is the when so, you tried to buy something from you tried to buy Thor from Wish. You were like, "Well, I waited the, five." Know what Red Normal is? He's actually physically more of what Thor looks like in Norse mythology. That's true. No, thank you. Yes, pass. Yes, I also agree. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't like his jean jacket with chains. Yeah, no, none of that. Part of Norse the mythology. Wrecking Crew. That is. Very 80s. God, the Wrecking Crew. <laughs> they fight all these undead monsters, but they end up winning. The conflict ended when Sif alerted Hela to the curse's activities, and she returned to her realm and was like, Bitches, I was um, gone for five minutes. God. What the fuck? Try to get a massage <laughs> once. Jesus. <laughs> so Sif returns to Asgard, saying by the door again, and apparently Ragnarok is around the corner again. God. It happened again. Apparently they didn't prevent again? it enough. <laughs> Apparently they only delayed it. Balder. So to prevent Ragnarok again, Odin cast the Asgardians into mortal bodies. That's so stupid. I don't know. I guess they're all on Earth now. And Sif Odin took the like, form. I'm literally throwing spaghetti at a fucking board. <laughs> like, what What works? This? Oh, well, this here's the thing that I can do. And we'll see if it works. And if it doesn't, we'll try Ragnarok again. Dark with the eyes. Six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> What a so Sif ends up becoming a SWAT officer named Erica with a C and a K. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Ooh. And um, the thank you for telling me. You know, I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's why I said it. The Egyptian death god Seth sent his minions to kill the lost gods. And as he does, the Asgardians are slowly regaining their memories, joining Ulick again and the Enchantress to oppose him. They regain their true forms and rally by Odin to defeat Seth. Uh, Seth. I like how Odin's like, I don't know, do this. Just kidding, I need you back, I need you back. I guess my spaghetti was wrong. This was wrong. <laughs> it was like just Odin sitting and just writing a list of things that he is capable of doing. <laughs> doesn't know if they're going to do literally anything. He's like, I can turn the mortal for like a minute. Let's see. And then he's like, oh no. Oh shit. Weirdly, I need the other people around me and I can't be the only god. But. Creep. Finally, Odin. Dies. Goes into Odin's sleep. Yay, same thing. And Sif ends up being a leader in the interim. So during her time in command, um, Meliketh used the Casket of Ancient Winters to cover Asgard in ice. Sif personally dueled Meliketh until Thor used the Gem of Infinite Suns to counteract the casket, foiling the Dark Elf's plans. It's such like... You know what Odin would have done? Someone go take care of that. Yeah. 
He would have been like, Thor, can you do exactly the thing that you're going to do anyways? <laughs> Sif, can you also do I know exactly I'm the awake, thing that you're going to do? But I'm like going to sit here. This is a lesson. <laughs> I'm a great dad. This is my plan. There's a moral here. Mm-hmm. And the moral is that it was all my choice. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you. I hate you a lot. So after Thor wow. becomes the king of Asgard following Odin's death, Thank he distances himself from his old friend. Do we know what killed o- Odin? No, nope, he just dies. Thank I assume God. it was the fact that no one loves him. He, probably. Cool. Um, he ends up distancing himself from his old friends and then ends up choosing Amora over Sif as his mate. What? I know. What a bitch. First of all, what? And secondly, like... I know. I wonder what the story behind that is. Th- that's not going to gain you anything no. politically. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. I know you are, but like, don't answer that. <laughs> also, really, Sif has been with you through everything. And Amora is Amora. She's called the Enchantress for a fucking reason, you dingus. God. And oh. so Thor transported Asgard to Earth and employed the Asgardians to right all the wrongs of mortal societies. Oh, good Sif lord. Sif ends up delivering medicine to the sick and overthrew tyrannical governments. Hey, girl. Girl. Yeah. And despite her doubting the morality of their intervention, I she mean, did it also anyways. Fair. Following Asgard's withdrawal from Earth, the forces of Ragnarok attacks again, apparently. God. And it ends up severing Sif's arm in their initial result. Uh, assault. Result. So what you're saying is... I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it to the list. Narrowly surviving, Sif joins the last stand against Surtur's army. Surtur. Surtur, sorry. I'm confused. I can't stop thinking about Sif with one arm. (laughs) Surtur's armies apparently perishing in the destruction of Asgard. (laughs) But the Asgards were not truly dead as their spirits persisted in their mortal bodies. My whole, like, immortal dealy dealy. (sighs) Okay, we're almost there. Thor restored Asgard over Broxton, Oklahoma. Right. And Loki occupied Sif bodies while... What? Why does he do this? Sif's body. Yep. Loki occupied Sif's body while the true warrior was cast into a dying elderly woman, Rose Chambers, where she remained even after Thor restored the Asgardians to their true form. Mm -hmm. After Thor was exiled from Asgard, again, apparently, he learned of Sif's... Who is exiling Thor? Isn't he the leader? I don't know. Well, again, Thor was exiled from Asgard. At least it wasn't reality. <laughs> and like, there's at least eight other realms. <laughs> like, and there's more if you have, if you squint and or get confused, <laughs> which Marvel which does. Is, <laughs> just on point. Yeah. Um, Thor is exiled, but he learns of such situation, Sif situation. <laughs> fucking Sif <laughs> situation is the hardest thing I've ever heard. And frees her from the elderly body. Mm-hmm. She joins him in exile. Also, Loki, Jesus, I know. I, I Loki being yeah. like, I know that you're like weak against women who are sad. So here, I literally look like your girlfriend, and also I need your help for. <laughs> and so it's like, oh no, my brother, sister, my sibling needs my help. 
Like, well, you're a great golden retriever. You're not great at most other no. things. But we do like a golden retriever. It's true. Golden retrievers are good puppies. Mm-hmm. So she ends up joining Thor in exile, but does return to defend Asgard when Norman Osborn leads his forces and his Dark Avengers in a massive siege. Okay, the Dark Avengers are sick. <laughs> with reinforcements from Thor's Avengers allies, Osborn forces were defeated but the century, Robert yeah. destroyed the landmass of Asgard during the bo- the ba- the bottle, the battle, <laughs> and Sif rejoined the Asgardians as they sought to rebuild their kingdom. Also, not yeah, because Sentry's like pretty, you know, that whole thing is a whole thing. But also, that storyline was super sick. <laughs> the end. So, from what I can tell it's you, up. from here, Sif has only been randomly in it a few. Um, appearances. I guess they're still... I don't know where Asgard is at this point. I don't know what's happening. And that was in 2014, and I I don't... I, like, Googled, like, what's going on now? But I couldn't really find anything, so I just assume. She did have her own one-shot in June of 2010. She started a self-titled one-shot by Kelly Sue Deconic. She's great. She wrote a lot of... Ryan Stegman. uh, Kelly Sue Deconic wrote a lot of the new... Captain Marvel stuff where... Okay. Well, I haven't read anything. The only... I did read this comic. This one shot uh, deals with the aftermath of Loki having taken control of her body uh, and her consciousness being forced into the frame of a dying elderly woman. That's fair. That's so, a big deal. I will say, I don't know. I don't think I've read anything else Deconic has done. She... I'm going to read this quote and it actually made me mad. So... She says, well, it's pretty much a story of how she deals with that. Uh, she's pretty much a coward at first for a woman so fierce and proud as Sif that it adds insult to injury. The story is how she comes to own the fury and raises her full stature of her own. So I went and read it because I was like, excuse me? Yeah. Excuse me. So first off, I don't know wh- what the fuck she's talking about because... The person who wrote this. Yeah. who The, the writer, Kelly Sue DeConic. That's oh. her quote. Weird. Yeah. It sounds like it's from a privileged white guy. That line. And that's not at all. Like, it starts where she's in the bathtub and she's, like, looking at her scars and almost, like, going over how she got each of them, trying to be like, this is my body. Yeah. This is my body. And then she gets, she hears something and she gets a little freaked out, but I figure that's just what, what warriors do. And that. then she's drinking in a bar and then five seconds later, she's with fucking Bill, and she's helping him save something. Like, it's like five pages of this uh, struggle and cowardice that she just said. And I was like, I don't, I, her body was just taken over by Loki. Yeah. I think you can give her a minute to be like, I am me. Also, just, like, I followed Kelly Sue DeConnick for, like, several years on social media, and that just seems like not a quote that yeah. like, it does not so, well, and it also doesn't sound like it fits the person who wrote the fucking comic. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah. Also her journey into mystery was uh two thousand twelve. Just in case you were wondering. So I yeah. To look that up. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. But it was a cute little one shot. And if you like Bill Bro, he's in it. I do. Very much. He's on my list. <laughs> 
And then to wrap it all up, Sif has been in Marvel since 1964 and has been in 877 issues. Dang, girl. She has been in two of the three Thor movies. She will be in four. And she was in a few episodes of Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is one of the only uh, movie characters to show up in the series other than, obviously, Coulson and then Fury, if I can remember correctly. She's also been in multiple Marvel cartoons and been, has been in a whole bunch of games as well. And not only does she have plenty of toys and figures as comics, if she was popular enough in the MCU that she has her own action figures as well as a couple other toys specifically depicted as the herself as the MCU, whoever the actress is. I Jamie Alexander. And on that note, and Lissif is a badass, and I love her, and apparently at one point she only had one arm, and I can't see what comes next for her. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.